0: i Sounds- Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled week of podcasting adventures here on In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. I'm your host, as always, Jerry Brooks, your thrower of truth bombs, the tour guide through the alternate universe, which is Joe Biden's America, as well as the baby-faced assassin of freedom fighting for so many constitutional rights I can't even keep track. Before we get into the continuing saga of the mess at Mar-a-Lago, I wanted to take a few moments to observe this day. What day is it? August 15th, 2021 was one of the most embarrassing, humiliating, and logic-defying moments of the Biden presidency. This is the day when we withdrew from Afghanistan and seriously messed stuff up. Messed things up so badly that 13 of our best and our bravest died because their commander-in-chief was an absolute freaking moron. And even more service members were injured maimed I mean with life impacting injuries so yeah today I said it when it started and I will continue to say it again I am not going to forget this day I'm not going to forget the lives that were impacted I'm not going to forget The American citizens and our vetted allies who were abandoned, yes, and I meant to say the word abandoned by their government. This is, without a doubt, the most hideous, horrific, awful, downright just beyond humiliating and embarrassing moment in American foreign policy history since the withdrawal from Saigon which ended the Vietnam War back in the 70s. This is disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. And to think, I mean, even USA Today, in a piece that they wrote, I mean, we're, this is just ridiculous. Now, on that day, or and that time since, uh, when the withdrawal happened and our soldiers were killed, or, and there were also Marines too Biden's approval rating fell below 50% for the first time following the fiasco that was the withdrawal and in typical arrogant Biden fashion he has not repented at all about his decision to leave Afghanistan the problem is he didn't have to repent we were already on our way out thanks to uh, President Trump, we were already on our way out. We were doing it in a very orderly, systematic fashion. It's not about the decision to withdraw. It's about the way he did it. Not the withdrawal itself, because we were already on our way out, like I said. The fact that he just had to have something to try to make his sorry self look good because... At that time, we were fast approaching the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and he wanted something to hang his hat on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd love to talk to some of the people who had to be rescued out of Afghanistan because the President of the United States was was a serious goofball and a douche to leave them there. I mean, my goodness, we left... Bagram Air Base, we left $85 billion worth of equipment, which President Trump reminds us because he's not going to forget these people either. And the fact that Joe Biden, that arrogant, dementia ridden SOB, when those 13 caskets came to Dover Air Base, he's sitting there looking at his damn watch. Right there next to Dr. Jill Biden. And, and the families who were there were pissed. And deservedly and rightfully so. He's looking at his watch. He's looking at his watch. He's only talking about himself. I mean, which makes him a narcissist and a sociopath as well as dementia ridden. And the families were ticked. They were absolutely ticked. They were disgusted by his behavior. And, of course, the mental midgets, who are his minions of his administration, and the Defense Department. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Silly Mark Milley, the chair of the Joint Chiefs. You've got Blinken, uh, the Secretary of State, and and the State Department throwing a monkey wrench into rescue efforts for those American citizens. Uh, Screw you, Joe Biden, your administration, and the horses they all rode in on. I mean, the families were so ticked at Biden, I think all or most of those 13 actually invited President Trump to their their loved one's funeral. I'm like, because even they knew that we actually had a commander-in-chief that gave a damn about the lives of our people, our our military, soldiers, sailors, marines, airmen, everybody, the whole thing, and I, ugh, and then of course, oh my gosh, and, and the continuing efforts. I mean, I don't even know, and I don't even want to even think about. Are there still American citizens and our vetted allies still over there one year later? The Taliban is all of a sudden now the biggest arms dealer in the region. Thanks to the United States military and Joe Biden and everybody else in the Pentagon. Duh. Sorry. I'm I'm not going to forget and... And yes, and I sincerely hope the Republicans and President Trump will beat the drum over his head time and time again to remind us that this man, who's supposed to be the great expert on foreign policy, was a dipstick, a full-on dipstick, and his foolishness led to the deaths of 13 fine American service members, the wounding of of even more, and made us look like an absolute dingbat to the world. The British, our greatest ally, one of our greatest allies ever, thought, what an idiot. And I'm thinking, man, when you're getting the British Parliament Uh, coming down hard on their American allies over this, over Afghanistan, I thought, oh, man, you know you got a problem. But nope, nope, Joe lives in his own little world, being an angry old man, get off my lawn type, please. And no, I'm not going to take back anything I just said for those of you who... Want to get all snarky and snotty? Sorry, uh, no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it, and I'm going to keep, whenever, keep reminding people as often as possible. This man led this man's foolishness and arrogance, his hubris, led to the death of 13 fine American servicemen and women. No, I'm not going to back off. So, if you have a problem with this, have your problem, sit down, have a Valium or Prozac, and shut up. Just shut up. I'm not in the mood for this. And every time I think about it, it makes me incredibly angry. Incredibly angry. Because I have friends who are veterans, but I also know young people who are currently serving, and yet they have to deal with this ding dong as their commander in chief. You've got Silly Mark Milley as the chair of the Joint Chiefs. And Austin, oh God, that guy's a mess. What a dingbat there as the defense secretary. I feel I'm scared for them because I'm concerned that these idiots at the Pentagon are gonna put our young men and women in all branches of the service into a really ugly situation. I mean, we're already doing it right now because of the Ukraine. We have all kinds, what, tens of thousands of our soldiers and other service members over there trying to deal with the Ukraine situation, which is something the United States never, ever, ever should have been involved in. The Zelensky fanboys are done. In many cases, he's just gone over the oh, over the line on some in certain respects, but I don't want to talk about the Ukraine today, because that's not really big news right now. We've all I mean of course we all know last week the big story was the FBI's raid on Mar a Lago and more and more and more is coming out. This isn't anywhere close to done, folks. Not even, not even. I mean, my goodness. Ever since the raid last week, and it is a raid, don't let the mainstream corporate media tell you otherwise, Congressman Jim Jordan has, apparently has had 14 FBI whistleblowers who've come forward since the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I thought, ooh... This is interesting. This is incredibly interesting. Uh, this is from justthenews.com. Uh, Great story from today. Repub- and I want to read the first part of it. Republican Ohio Representative Jim Jordan on Sunday told Fox News that 14 whistleblowers from within the FBI have come forward with concerns about the Department of Justice's alleged political bias following the FBI's raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last week. And quoting uh, Congressman Jordan, 14 FBI agents have come to our office as whistleblowers, and they are good people. There are lots of good people in the FBI. It's the top that is the problem, the Ohio quote-unquote, the Ohio Republican told the outlet. Some of these good agents are coming to us telling us what's going on. The political nature of the political nature now of the Justice Department. Oh my goodness. Fourteen FBI agents going to members of Congress in in a week? Whew. My friends, you want to talk about a serious screw up and I do mean serious if it's so bad I mean you, you can only imagine how bad it really is when you have over a dozen FBI agents going to members of Congress as whistleblowers That's crazy I mean but it's certainly telling as well it's very telling because There are people, apparently, in the FBI who are sick of the crap. And over the last several days, I have listened to several interviews by several people. Uh, People like Dan Bongino, Sebastian Gorka, and others who are talking to former FBI agents, retired. They're out of the bureau. But yet, in some cases, one FBI agent told uh, Sebastian Gorka on his Newsmax program over the weekend that he apparently has received threats from his former colleagues in the Bureau to tell him and sending him little not so subtle hints that if he doesn't hush, he's going to end up possibly dead. Not just you know harassed, but dead. And oh my goodness, and plus the fact that if the FBI did take certain documents that they weren't supposed to, covered under attorney-client privilege or under executive privileges, they are going to have one hell of a time trying to make their case, trying to indict him under either the Presidential Records Act or the Espionage Act which would be an absolute joke. An absolute joke. Considering, as I said on the Sunday special yesterday, anybody ever heard of Hillary Clinton? 33,000 emails that were deleted and bleach bit? I mean, oh my gosh. This woman had all kinds of classified material that she severely mishandled and under congressional subpoena, but nope didn't raid her home nope she and bill were just fine and now she thinks she can somehow make a fast buck off of it by selling merchandise thinking that somehow she's been exonerated or vindicated i said honey you need to be incarcerated you i mean sure you're probably playing it until you know the statute of limitations are gone but If they try to do this, if they're, I mean, it's not exactly a secret anymore. I mean, seriously, when you have Democrats who are so ticked off at what happened that they said, the heck with this, we're voting for Trump. You know, that's a major league screw up. Major league. Oh, mama. Mama. Can you even try to figure this one out? And yet, Trump is going to be defiant. I mean, anybody who wanted to think about running against Trump on the Republican side in 2024, uh, forget it. That includes you too, Mike Pence. Forget it. Because essentially, Mar-a-Lago was the tipping point. The raid was the tipping point. Of what... Ever is in the deranged, demented mind of one Joe Biden, and of course, throwing in uh, Merrick Garland, who's already had uh, articles of impeachment filed against him. Ooh, January's gonna get real hot, <laughs> at least in DC anyway, politically. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be a hoot. I mean, what's gonna, and I'd like to see maybe throw in a little bit of Christopher Ray into that because the justice department tried to throw the fbi under the bus and it came back to blow up in their face so i don't even know what's going to happen this week i really don't but i'm going to be keeping a close eye out but uh, i'm more curious i mean tomorrow is primary day in Wyoming and Alaska. And I did briefly mention this yesterday. Uh, The latest polling in Wyoming shows uh, Lynn Cheney, in spite of the endorsements by Mitt the Twit Romney and various and sundry other rhinos, uh, she's down probably around between 25 to 30 points depending upon which poll you read. So... As I mentioned yesterday, tomorrow it's going to be interesting to see uh, how bad she goes down in flames. Now, in Alaska, it's a little different because the Murkowski machine is going to, and this whole ranked choice voting, whatever, oh my gosh, it's so confusing. It's like you just can't have a straight up election. He or she who has the most votes wins, but nope. I'll tell you what. Alaska is going to be really dang interesting because the Murkowski machine is going to try to squash a uh, Kelly Sh- Shabaka. They're 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 going to try, and even in Arizona, with their primary already over, and Kerry Lake is essentially a rising star. I mean, last night in over the weekend, actually, in Phoenix, uh, my wonderful governor, Ron DeSantis, went out there to support all of the Republican candidates who won their primaries, and they were all Trump-endorsed. Ooh, this is going to mess up a whole bunch of people, but Pinal County, I'm Maricopa County's already messed up, but in Pinal County, the, a neighboring county, It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Given what happened during the Arizona primary, running out of ballots, the elections director was fired for incompetence and possibly may be up on criminal charges as well. It was so bad that the Pinal County Sheriff's Office have had to take over security uh, for the ballots and have somebody replaced Uh, To be the elections director, which I believe is the county recorder. I'm thinking, man. I mean, Pinal County could be worse in some ways than Maricopa County. But we're not going to really know until November the 8th. And that's going to be a real fun one. So, for now, my friends, I think I'm just going to be calling it a bit of a day or a little early. Because tomorrow is going to be a whole lot of fun. I hope you'll be uh, standing by your TVs or or what have you. And I may be I may do a live stream on on the locals page, as I said. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit later because since I'm in Florida on, on Florida on Eastern time, and it's at least a couple of hours. Uh, back in wyoming and even more so in alaska i might just do a brief uh might just do a brief live stream and if not you know because of the lateness of the hour i'll do a full uh, a full-blown analysis uh come wednesday uh but for now my friends i'm just going to say so long for now have yourself a terrific week have a terrific monday I look forward to talking to everybody tomorrow. And remember, as always, patriots come in all colors.